Good afternoon, everyone. The NFL season starts tomorrow. We're recording this on Wednesday. The NFL preview edition of the Rye Pod is here. And while Jared's been with me doing college football, today I have my wife, Solomia. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing okay. In case anyone's wondering, yes, I have a second summer cold. Had the first one earlier. I don't know how this keeps happening. I don't know either. So I'm sounding a little rough, but I promise I'm feeling fine. Just sound gross. Yeah, I'm just a little tired, obviously. Two podcasts in three days. Um, I talk for a living, too. I don't know why my voice is starting to get, you know, kind of tired after only a couple (laughs) days of podcasting. So we're going to make this one short and sweet. You have to get back to work. I have to get to work. So this is the big NFL season preview. But we're mostly going to talk about our two teams, the Browns and the Commanders, and then we'll do the week one picks. But we have a special guest as well on the podcast today. You all have heard us talk about Marshmallow before, but we have a new baby with us. Her name is Ginger. She's a golden doodle who turned four months old yesterday. Yes, she is absolutely the sweetest little pup. And she and Marshmallow get along great, and they're both sitting with us and getting petted. And she's sleeping, so let's hope for the next 40 minutes or so she can stay asleep. Thank you, Ginger. You're such a good girl, and we love you. Anyway, (laughs) let's talk about a team that has the dog pound, the Cleveland Browns. It was a turbulent offseason, to say the least. Baker Mayfield struggled last year, was injured. They bring in Deshaun Watson. They wanted an upgraded quarterback. I think... All along, they had been trying to go for Russell Wilson, but I think Russell Wilson didn't want to play there. Deshaun Watson now into the fold. Baker then traded to the Carolina Panthers for just a conditional pick. Means nothing. He named the starter for the Panthers as well. Um, Deshaun Watson obviously accused of sexual assault and misconduct by over 25 women. Um, I don't want to say, like, an as a woman here, Solomay, what do you think? But honest, honest to God... You're a Browns fan. What was your reaction when the trade was made and the contract was signed? $230 million guaranteed. Um, I definitely thought it was very sleazy of the Browns to have their contract written the way they did. Um, They did it in such a way that basically his signing bonus was his contract. What? Yeah, clear your throat. There you go. His signing contract was... There you go. That's much better. Signing contract was his... um, was his signing Signing was his bonus was his contract so um that way they weren't gonna lose any money and he wasn't gonna lose any money if he got fined which i thought was the most lazy part of all of this but i was obviously very upset when they traded baker i really liked baker i thought that we had a good thing going and why change it yes last season was rough but he was injured and i know he played through a lot of his injury which you and i have talked a lot that was definitely a mistake he should have just, you know, bowed out early. Shut it down. Shut it down. That way there wouldn't be this big question mark, is Baker our guy? Unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. Now Baker is with the Panthers and super mad at everybody, which is probably a really good thing, honestly, with that For chip. him. On, having that chip on his shoulder again. Um, but Deshaun Watson being, I guess, rewarded almost – is really gross and disgusting and i'm kind of really upset about it if it was one thing if it was for another player but because it was for deshaun watson it makes this whole trade even worse suspended initial suspension was six games that got bumped up to 11 games so he will return 
against the Houston Texans in December, which is just or November, which is just so so wrong. You just know that was fixed. That was fixed. The NFL wants his first game to come back to be a big TV game, yep. big deal. All about ratings. All about ratings, and um, um, given the accusations, I think it should have been a full season, but with the I guess the muddy accusations to say the least to kind of spotty i'm trying to think of a better word but i think 11 games ended up being as fair as you can get you know i think it should not have been less than that you could argue it'd be more than that but you know it gets the browns a chance if they go around 500 with jacoby Brissett for the first 11 games to get them in the mix for maybe the final playoff spot in the afc so with that, now that you know you'll have Jacoby Brissett for the first 11 games, what is your season preview outlook for the Cleveland Browns? It just does not look good. Um, I don't think Jacoby Brissett is going to win that many games. I think our division's already kind of tough. Um, the only one who I'm not as worried about right now is the Steelers, just because they're going through a weird phase, new quarterback. It's different. So they, we might be able to get some wins against them, but the Bengals, they've got everybody they want again. It's Joe Burrow, the Ravens. Yes, Lamar Jackson's gone back and forth the last few seasons. We don't know what he's actually going to be like, but the team's not bad. And Harbaugh being the coach there is some kind of stability, consistency, and that's going to definitely play in their favor. Yeah, uh, the Browns are at worst the fourth best team in the division at best the third team in the yeah. at, at worst at best the third best team in the division and i wouldn't count pittsburgh out quite yet no i it's think it's a question i think their roster on the defensive side is pretty solid mm-hmm. but obviously uh, mitch trubisky named the starter on tuesday i think kenny pickett's gonna play by week four or five anyway um it's just just a matter of time getting him reps and stuff trubisky's not a terror he's he's not a great starting quarterback mm-hmm. but with that team, who knows? Maybe they could do something. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, I've seen enough of Jacoby Brissett. He's a very average starting quarterback. One of the better backups in the league, but a very average starter. I see the Browns going, I think I said 6-11 and 11 when it's all said and done yeah. because of the, the schedule is too tough. I mean, you have that nice early easy slate, but then here are some games in a row. Chargers, Patriots, Ravens, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills, Buccaneers. That is a brutal seven-game stretch. Yeah. So... You can only hope to go three and four in that stretch, but that looks like two and five or one and six. So not a good uh, look for the Browns. And maybe 2023 is the year. But then again, if they lo- they don't have, you know, um, I keep thinking of words. They don't want to lose because they don't have a first round pick in yeah. next year's draft. So it's in their best interest to win as many games as possible. And I think that's why they should have traded for Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Um. The other issue here is... Um, everyone's like, oh, it's just Jacoby Brissett. We have to wait until that is over, and then we'll have Watson. I'm like, but Watson hasn't played in, what, two years now? Two years, now? 2020. He hasn't, he hasn't played since January of 2020. That's bad. I mean, that is – actually, that's over two years. Now. Yeah, it is. Well, well, sorry, January of 2021. Oh, okay. It's the end of the 2020, 2020 season. season. Yes. Got it. All right, so almost two years. Which, granted, yes, he's not injured. He probably was still practicing, but we all know real practice is games. You can practice as much as you want on your own, but that doesn't replace gameplay. Unfortunately, you can kind of see that with other players who are no longer in the league, Colin Kaepernick being one of them. 
tries to get on a team cannot manage to get on a team. Yes, there's a whole issue of whether it's a political thing, but take that all out of it. He also just isn't good enough to be on a team anymore, and it hasn't helped him that he has not been on a team in so many years. Yeah, it's going to be tough for the Browns coming into the 2022 season. Hopefully that roster is good enough. Hopefully the defense can bounce back from their down year last year. Let's move on to my squad, the Washington Commanders. Needed an upgrade at quarterback this offseason. Some would say they didn't upgrade. I would say they have an upgrade. In they trade a couple picks for Carson Wentz. It's kind of the last chance for Carson Wentz, in my opinion. He flamed out in Philadelphia. The fans were done with him. Goes to Indianapolis for one year. Has a pretty good season. 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. But that final game against Jacksonville, a chance to make the playoffs. Carson Wentz plays a terrible football game, and they lose to the worst team in the league. Colts are done with him. Uh, Jim Ursay just won't stop talking about how much he hated the Carson Wentz trade, hated the Carson Wentz trade, making it say how much he regrets it. Um, Commanders kind of getting clowned for the Carson Wentz mm -hmm. trade. Um, I think we all got to wait and see. It's a, an okay roster. It's the best receiving core I think he might have ever had. Maybe not in terms of depth, but I think Terry McLaurin is the best receiver that Carson Wentz has ever had. And if the offensive line can stay healthy, not a lot of depth there, he might have some time in the pocket, be able to make throws down the field. Um, it's going to be tough, though. The NFC East has two playoff teams from a year ago. Probably those two teams are going to make the playoffs again in Dallas and Philadelphia, who have better rosters. And Brian Dayball named the head coach of the Giants. He helped Josh Allen get to where he is now. Maybe Daniel Jones has some sort of revival here, but I'm not so sure about that. So the Commanders, it's going to be another probably 7-8 win season. I don't see much to be optimistic about. Maybe Jahan Dotson's a star receiver in the first round, but it all matters we're making a living on the defensive line that has five first round picks and one of them won't be ready till like week five and chase young coming off a torn acl and montez sweat has been disappointing and the d tackles you know just stay healthy i think just staying healthy has been a problem for washington in recent years if they could stay healthy this team could win nine ten games be in the mix for a final playoff spot but if the health has been like it is in any past year it could get ugly yeah i mean um Everyone knows how I feel about Carson Wentz and how I've always thought that he was overrated. But knowing that the commanders slash formerly football team slash formerly Redskins have not really had a decent quarterback in I don't even know how many years. If you want to say Kirk Cousins was a decent quarterback, I sure. Say would you say 2000, 2012 Robert Griffin III was the last? Probably. That was the last, like... Wow, this guy's our franchise guy. He could lead us places. I never yeah. thought that with Kirk. I thought Kirk right. was steady, didn't get hurt, but he wasn't spectacular. Right. So Carson Wentz historically has that like pizzazz. Obviously, last season has not. Uh, obviously, got traded, so obviously some of that goes down. But um, he could bring some interest back into the Washington Commanders culture, which has not been great at all. Yeah, that's a whole other story. That's for other podcasts to discuss. We won't even talk about it. Yes, but it um, it'll be interesting to see how the first game goes. Uh, first game is at home. Yes, a big, big game. It gives Carson Wentz a chance to right one of his big wrongs. They play Jacksonville right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Jacksonville is a sneaky, frisky team, though, in my opinion. But we'll see where they go in Week One. So for the Commanders, for me, I am a little more optimistic. I think they have an easy stretch at the end of the year. They play the Giants a couple times, Atlanta, Houston. They could win nine games or so, and 
I don't know if that's enough to get them into the final playoff spot, but that's a good building block, and maybe Wentz returns in 2023 mm-hmm. as your quarterback. And if not, maybe you see what Sam Howell's made of. Fifth-round pick that was almost consensus number one overall pick going into last year, but a rough year at Carolina, his final year, and mm-hmm. the commanders were able to snag him in the fifth round, and in the preseason, he looked pretty good. So I think it's just a matter of staying healthy. Can Wentz not make the brutal mistakes? I think that's the big key. Yeah, um, definitely Sam Howell, interesting guy to look at. Uh, obviously, we saw what he did against Virginia Tech. Not good. No, not good. That definitely was the game that ruined his chances for being that first rounder. Um, <laughs> Ryan's just sticking the microphone in my face. Because there's not a better way to do this right now. This is kind of jib, but we're, we're, make, we're making it by. All right, so... Um, Clear your throat again. <clears throat> See, this is not championship podcasting. You need to stop clearing your throat. You need to do this when you have a better throat. Okay, now it sounds worse. I'm going to give you a minute to breathe. So, um, we're not going to do Super Bowl predictions. Yes. It's a little too soon for that. Yes. I think, you know, some teams are interesting, mm-hmm. like Buffalo and the Rams play Thursday night. Super Bowl champs versus, pe- versus the team a lot of people think is going to win the Super Bowl. But if you could, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. If you have a surprise team that was either like not in the playoffs last year or was in the running and like didn't win a game or anything, a surprise team to go deep in the playoffs this year, who would you think that would be? Okay, I'm thinking. Please. Okay, I'll start. You go ahead. I'll start. I think the Minnesota Vikings are that team. I think they got rid of a defensive head coach in Mike Zimmer, who was old and grumpy, didn't want to be there anymore. He never liked Kirk Cousins. Now they have a staff in there. Kevin O'Connell, former uh, Redskins offensive coordinator slash Rams offensive coordinator under Sean McVay. He knows his stuff. I think Kirk Cousins, all those weapons on offense, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Irv Smith, the tight end, if he could stay healthy. I think the Vikings are a... um, they could win that division with Green Bay, and I think they could make a deep playoff run. If Kirk, it, It's all dependent on number eight. If Kirk Cousins can rein it in and make plays, like it's all at some point it doesn't come back to scheming or anything like that. Scheming is open. Can you make a play? Can Kirk Cousins make a play? And I think he'll have his best opportunity to be able to make a play with this new coaching staff. Um, yeah, I think that's a great pick, actually. Um, I'm going to go with the Broncos. Ooh. Um, sneaky, sneaky. Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> um, so wait, what are you going to say to Broncos country? Let's ride. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> so um, Broncos obviously traded, had big, big trade, got Russell Wilson. Um, but I also think that, yeah, Russell Wilson's been kind of quiet with the Seahawks last few seasons in the sense that they haven't done anything huge. But I have a feeling that has more to do with coaching than it does with Russell Wilson. So I think Russell Wilson, under a new coach and a new atmosphere, new fans, new excitement, I think that's going to make him shine. So I really think that they might be able to surprise everyone and make a playoff run. That's a team that has been yearning for a quarterback since Peyton Manning retired. They have not had a steady one. Maybe Russell Wilson's that guy. They have a team on the verge, some good running backs, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, good receivers, Cortland Sutton, if Jerry Judy learns how to catch, KJ Hamler, that speed and slot, and the defense is good. So They are the team that is the definition of a uh, a quarterback away. Yes. Oh my gosh. I don't know why a a piece away. Well, it's a quarterback away. You know, Washington's been saying that for years. It's just not true. No. Okay. Um, okay, one more, and then we'll make our picks for okay. the year. 
what team do you think that everyone is giving a lot of love to that you either need to wait and see or you think are just going to fall flat on their faces? Ooh, I actually have two. Okay. And they are both in my division. Really? Yes. I think that the Bengals are going to struggle a little. Everyone's expecting greatness from them. It's the same team as Joe Burrow again. How can it not go wrong? I think that people have figured out the Bengals a little bit. Um, last year was, I'm not going to say it was like a fluke or anything, but everyone was having like a weirdly off year and the Bengals were having a weirdly great year. So um, I just don't think they're going to be able to get away with that same surprise factor as it did last season. They really have to adjust and not try to redo last season. It's not going to work that way. Um, the other one is actually the not Steelers, Ravens. Um, Ravens are always have weird hype around them. Um, that's just been true and it's dri- driven me crazy for years now. But uh, I just think they need to do something. Yes, I think they'll be decent, but I'm not sure that they're going to make it to a playoff again. The Ravens were 8-3 and three last year after the game you and I went to in Baltimore and they took on Cleveland. That got them to 8-3, and three, yeah. did not win a single game the rest of the year. Yeah. That's why I think, I don't know if it's, Hype, I think a, a lot of people have your opinion on the Bengals. They don't like the coach. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of the coach. I love Joe Burrow. I think yeah. he's, he's probably my favorite quarterback in the league to watch. a lot of great players on that team. It's just I, I don't believe in them. I, I don't think they can get as far as they did last year this year. I think they need to work on that offensive line some more. Mm-hmm. Make sure they stay healthy. My team is in my division as well. It's the Eagles, man. I need to see it. Yeah. E- everyone's talking about... Did they trade for A.J. Brown? They trade for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. They get rid of Jalen Rager, the first-round pick, who is a total bust. Everyone loves them to, you know, win the division. I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts. I'm not, I, I was about to say the same I, thing. <laughs> I don't. I just am not sold on him as a passer. Yeah. I've seen he's a great runner, a great athlete, a great guy all around mm-hmm. too. Nothing phases him. This pressure is not going to bother him. He is, you know. Quarter, a quarterback in every sense of that, except I don't think his talent passing. P- are people forgetting that playoff game against Tampa that he had? He was just awful. Just couldn't find open receivers. Always checking it down to the running backs and tight ends. Devontae Smith, or just Devontae Smith. There was other guys wide open. They have great pieces. Like I said, they drafted Jordan Davis in the first round, which I thought was a steal out of Georgia. That kid can play. I just, I just got to see it. I don't think he's... The quarterback of, I I can't see Jalen Hurts as the quarterback of a division winning team. That and also this coach, I he grew on me a little bit. Sirianni has the, I don't think he has it, but he's got a quality in him that he can get his guys ready to play. I wasn't sold on him last year, but like at the beginning of last year, right. but the way his team fought in those games early on when they looked overmatched, I think. Sirianni's a decent. He coach. reminds me kind of of um oh my gosh uh, Detroit Lions Dan Campbell yes. In the sense that, like, the Lions last year, they had a lot of really, really close games. They came so close to winning so many times, but they also lost a lot of games. And I'm, it's this different coaching style that, on the one hand, is kind of exciting and fun to watch, but I just don't know how, oh my gosh, our dog was dreaming. Our dog is dreaming. Hopefully the mic can't pick it up. Oh, that's so funny. Um, (laughs) And uh, I'm just not sure how it's going to to work out for a team in the long run will they be able to win a lot of games and make it to the playoffs 
Yep, it's all, again, on the back of Jalen Hurts, so we'll see. All right, let's talk week one. Let's pick some games. Let's pick every game in the slate. We will start Thursday night. The Super Bowl champs return home. A classic, you know, format for the schedule. The Rams hosting the Buffalo Bills. The Bills, though, are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Who do you think wins the opening night matchup? I'm going to go Bills. Mm. I just, I have a feeling about them. I'm excited about them. They are the Northeast version of the Browns. So (laughs) I'm not so thrilled with my Browns right now. So I'm so on this Bills train and I think they're going to beat the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams at home. I think um, it's not going to be about Buffalo not living up to the hype. I think Super Bowl champs coming home, Matt Stafford supposedly healthy with this elbow thing. I think the Rams have too much talent. Mm. Bill's still without Tredavious White at corner. Going to be tough to stop Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson. Give me the Rams with the home upset. Um, uh, Let's talk next. The Commanders debut. The first ever game for the Washington Commanders. They are at home taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. New head coach, Doug Peterson, coming in with Trevor Lawrence, who had a rough year last year, but he's still the number one overall pick. A lot of people believe in him. Commanders two and a half point favorites at home. I like the Commanders to get their first win as the Commanders. I think they, as a whole, they have more talent than Jacksonville. But if Jacksonville wins, it'll be all on the back of 16. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's going to be the Commanders. Um, I have not really said this on a podcast. I've only ever told Ryan this, but I'm not sold on Trevor Lawrence yet. Um, I just need to see, can he translate his college greatness into the NFL? I'm not saying he wasn't great, everybody. I think he was a great college player. I think he deserves everything he won. He did an amazing job, considered potentially considered the goat of college. However, I need to see it in the NFL, and I haven't seen it yet. I think it's, with the situation in Jacksonville last year, it's a little too early to cast any judgment on Trevor Lawrence. I'm just... I'm not cast... I'm I'm not going either way. I'm not saying that this is like a must-win situation. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw you off a little bit here. Uh, NFC South duel in week one. The Saints, Jameis Winston's back. They're taking on the... I don't know how you can be reeling in week one, but the reeling Atlanta Falcons, just not much of a roster... Marcus Mariota starts after Matt Ryan was traded. Kyle Pitts, really their only offensive weapon. Calvin Ridley suspended for the entire season due to gambling. Saints, five and a half point road favorites. Always a weird shock in week one, but I'm going to go with the Saints. I think the roster is just, it's pretty good. I think Saints could be a sneaky team for that last NFC playoff spot, and they get the win over Atlanta in week one. Um... I agree. I think the Saints are going to be a better team. Um, I just don't see the Falcons doing very well. Sorry, Jared. Yeah, not this year. Maybe uh, they trade for a quarterback or draft one of the quarterbacks in this next year's draft. Yeah. 49ers at Bears. I would say it's it's not the starting debut for Trey Lance. He started a couple games last year, but this is the full year. Trey Lance has all the reins. Going up against the Chicago Bears team with another second-year quarterback in Justin Fields. New coach there, Matt Eberflus. Um, The spread is, this is a crazy spread. San Francisco is minus seven on the road. I'll take the 49ers to win, but if 
if I were, and I might put this on my card, I think the Bears are going to cover that spread. That's a lot of points. I think it's going to be a much closer game, but give me the 49ers to win. Yeah, I think it's going to be the 49ers as well. However, I think the Bears are an interesting team to watch this season. Um, you have Justin Fields, year, was it three? Two. Two. Year two. Um, historically, year two quarterbacks don't necessarily do very well. Um, well, some don't. Slump. Some don't. Some don't. Some do really well. But usually if they had a really good first season, they do Which he didn't. Which he didn't. They have a sophomore slump. So I'm curious if with this, will we see a better Justin Fields in his second season because he had a rougher first season? AFC North duel in week one. Super Bowl runner-up Cincinnati Bengals come home. (coughs) Excuse me. Taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Six and a half point spread for the Bengals. I I think the Bengals will win this one. I, I do think the Steelers, having been swept by the Bengals last year, are going to come in with a little fire under them. No one, everyone's counting them out. But I think the Bengals, I think Joe Burrow makes a heroic play late in the game. Bengals win. I just think Mitch Trubisky is going to Mitch Trubisky it and isn't going to do so great. And I think Joe Burrow is going to beat Trubisky at the quarterback game. And that's what does it. That's fair. The, <laughs> you need a tiebreaker. I'll just look at the quarterback starting. Mm-hmm. Eagles. At the Lions, the Hard Knocks Darlings, the Detroit Lions at home, getting four points against the Eagles. I almost pulled the trigger, but I think the Eagles are also just, again, a more talented football team. The Lions will play for Dan Campbell, but I think the Eagles end up getting the win in week one here. Yeah, I am actually going to go with the Lions. Um, I'm not really confident on this pick at all. But I really want to see the Lions win. And after watching them in Hard Knocks, I just, I, I, I feel for them now. And now they have a special place in my heart and I want them to win. That always happens to every team, everyone. <laughs> and I know they're going to lose. Yeah. Um, here's an interesting uh, AFC East matchup. Patriots going to Miami. Interesting fact here. Bill Belichick took his guys down to Miami yesterday. For a Sunday game to get acclimated to the heat and humidity, they're like two and seven or something in their last nine trips to Miami. I don't think it works this time. I think Miami beats New England. Tua is going to silence some doubters this week, mm. giving what he can do against the Belichick defense because he is two and zero. Oh, I think against Belichick, I don't think he's lost. So give me three and zero. Oh, actually, probably. So give me the Dolphins to beat the Patriots, Mac Jones, and, and the Patriots are, they're a team that's given me really bad vibes this offseason, so I think the Dolphins are going to win that one, and then Patriots, a lot of people are going to be asking questions about the Patriots. Yeah, um, first of all, I, that's really interesting about Bill Belichick taking them early to acclimate to the humidity. Humidity is a big deal, guys! I mean... Haha! Someone agrees with me on humidity <laughs> being a big deal. It has Others to, don't. It has to do with the fact that you're going to dehydrate faster in a high humidity high humidity in high humidity um which also causes cramps um dry heat though not great there is a difference which means that someone who is in a dry heat will react differently to those in humidity but new england obviously does not have any kind of heat usually it's pretty chilly so i 100 percent agree but i don't know if that's gonna do it because i do think two is gonna do well there's a lot to prove right now um so i'm gonna take the dolphins all right, let's move on. Um, just announced today, Zach Wilson will be out until at least week four with his knee injury. 
that he made on a stupid move in the preseason. That's what stupid teams and stupid quarterbacks do. They get the Ravens at home, but it's the Joe Flacco revenge game for the Jets. Eh, but the Ravens are a lot better. Ravens win, and I think they cover that seven-point spread, too. Um, yeah, I don't see the Ravens losing to the Jets because the Jets are terrible. Um, yeah, that that's all I've got. <laughs> all right, here's here's your game of the week. The, the NFL schedule makers brought bravissimo to you. Mm. Um, the Cleveland Browns going to the Carolina Panthers and Baker Mayfield, who's already selling shirts. Mm-hmm. Not a great look for Baker, but I think the I think Baker makes a statement on Sunday, and I think the Panthers roll the Browns. Yeah, well, Cleveland has a 1-21-1 record since the team returned to the NFL in 1999. In week one? In week one. Ah, yes. We haven't, Keep it going. We haven't won a season opener since 2004. I was, oh, 2004. That was before I was really paying attention. I wanted to, like, name the team they beat. Do you have the team there? Um, Let me see, let me see, let me see. I don't think Okay, never mind. So. All right. But what is interesting is a lot of people, when this came out, um, the schedule came out, because I believe the schedule came out before the trade. It was in May. So, yeah, it was was before the trade. So, a lot of people were like, oh, yes, finally, we're going to win a game because we've never, we haven't won a season season opening game since 2004. And it was really exciting. Literally, the article I was reading about all this was like, this is amazing. Because last year, last season, we had the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I think the year before that, I think it was the, the, Ravens. the Ravens. Then it was the the, um, the Titans, Steelers. Yeah, it's just a lot of a, tough games. A lot of tough games. So we're all really excited. Now I am not. Because I do not see how this can go well. Jacoby Brissett has no emotional ties to this game. Baker has every emotional tie to this game. And any person who's ever watched baker baker plays well with the idea that he's trying to prove something to people he wants to prove everyone wrong it's the cycle that we all saw baker everyone against baker baker does really well you think the panthers win yes oh that's gotta hurt it it does (laughs) (laughs) that's gotta hurt you a lot all right moving on Colts Texans best team in the division against the worst team in the division give me the Colts Matt Ryan I think is finally the guy for the Colts to get them over the top they will defeat the Texans handily on Sunday duh I can't believe it's only a seven point spread yeah I know (laughs) well at Houston that means if the Colts were taking on the Texans at home they'd be 13 point favorites yeah, that's, that's yeah that's not that's a lot (laughs) all right that's the one o'clock window let's move to the four o'clock window Giants at the Titans, Titans now no A.J. Brown. Maybe Derrick Henry's finally healthy. The Titans will win that one, but again, it's going to be a close game. The Giants are a little better, and I think everyone counting them out is kind of... I'm not going to say it's silly, but they're counting them out like to only win like three, four games. They'll give the Titans all they want, but the Titans... Um, Derrick Henry makes a play late. Uh, maybe a long touchdown run wins the game. Yeah, I just see the Titans winning. I'm not seeing the Giants doing nearly as well as they have. I think they've done well because their division has sucked. So I have no hype around the Giants. NFC North battle for America's Game of the Week on Fox. Packers-Vikings. It's an interesting one. I'm going to let you go first. I'm not sure. I'm really on the anti-Aaron Rodgers train right now. But it's also Aaron Rodgers, and it's also Kirk Cousins. And I don't believe in Kirk Cousins, but I do kind of like the Vikings. But they no longer have Stephon Diggs. So I'm going to go probably with the Packers on this one, but very reluctantly. 
I think this is this the first one. No, you picked the Lions. I disagree with you. I think the Vikings are going to win this game. This, oh. as my team, that's going to surprise people. This is the first moment where they're like, we're a legit NFL team this year. They're going to score too many points. I think not a lot of defense in this game. I think Aaron Rodgers also just goes crazy on offense. But I think the Vikings get the win. Late field goal. And amazing that a Vikings kicker can make a field goal at the end of the game because they always seem to miss yeah. them when it matters. They make a field goal at the end of the game. They get the win. But they made that field goal in that playoff game. Was Or was that... Is that a playoff game when they made the field goal and they won? The Vikings? Yeah, like recently. Like the last like They didn't years. they missed a 23-yarder against Seattle. But No, uh, that's not what I mean. It they was made with, they caught um, a touchdown. It was when not Kirk Cousins was playing. It was No, it was they th- it was a throw to Diggs. Oh, that won the game. Oh, that's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. In 17 against the Saints, the Minnesota Miracle. That's right. That's right. 425 game Jim Nance Tony Romo game. Chiefs at the Cardinals. Now remember, the Cardinals, no DeAndre Hopkins the first six weeks. Um, Chiefs coming in off the overtime loss in the AFC Championship game to the Bengals. No Tyreek Hill. I think the Chiefs still win, though. I think they score too many points. I don't like the Cardinals' defense, and I think a Cardinals, another team with kind of bad mojo with the weird mm-hmm. Kyler Murray contract and the clause that was put in and taken out. Yeah, I think the Chiefs go in. They have too much talent. Um, I agree. I just don't think the Cardinals are the real team that everyone always thinks they are. But then, yeah, they're pretty good in the first few weeks of the year. But we'll, I, I, not against the Chiefs. not against the Chiefs. Chiefs. I don't think, doing quick math, no. Mahomes and Reed together have never lost a week one game. They won't today. They won't Sunday, sorry. This is, I think, going to be the most fun game of the day. Raiders-Chargers. Raiders now with Devontae Adams. That stadium is going to be all Raiders fans. But I think Herbert makes a play. I love Justin Herbert. I think he's super talented. They want revenge for the way Week 18 ended last year with the them calling the timeout and the Raiders winning the game. And if they tied, they both could have made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think the Chargers have revenge on their minds. And I think they win a close game against the Vegas Raiders. But, man... That stadium is going to be 90% Raider fans. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick the Raiders. Mm. Um, I just think they're going to be really hype about this game. Um, what's his face? Quarterback. Help Derek me. Carr. Derek Carr has looked pretty good this offseason. I'm just going to go with the Raiders. Sunday Night Football. This is a, a coin flip game for me. Tampa, another team. Excuse me. Another team with weird preseason vibes brady retiring unretiring going on vacations probably gonna leave his wife soon I think against so. the cowboy but More like his wife is gonna leave, leave him, him but it's the cowboys and anytime the cowboys get prosperity yeah. they fold this so i you're people are really asking me to bet on the cowboys to beat tom brady no chance the buccaneers win I think also the Buccaneers win because it's the Cowboys. However, there's a lot of distractions with the Buccaneers this season, and I expect that to affect them. Yeah, and basically the interior of their offensive line is either retired or out for the year. Mm -hmm. So Brady's not going to be happy when teams pass rush him up the middle. Monday Night Football, the Russell Wilson revenge game right out of the gate. Well, not really a revenge game because he wanted to leave. but. Broncos at Seahawks. <laughs> More like Russell Wilson getting to show what he can do if they had let him fly. <laughs> Broncos, big. The Seahawks are tanking. E- yes. 
<laughs> well, there, that's that. So the only what were you gonna say? I, that was it. I was just gonna. I was going to move on to the only picks. We disagree on three picks, it looks like. Mm-hmm. You have the Lions being the Eagles, uh, the Packers, and the you have the Raiders. Raiders is probably your biggest. No, the Lions is your biggest upset of the week. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Pretty even. I was going to ask you a question. If I ever got into betting, what is your favorite bet of the weekend? Ooh, b- favorite bet of the weekend. Um, can it be more than one? Yes. You can have a... Let's do let's do like a three leg. If I were making a three leg parlay here, okay. I love Bears plus seven. I think that's too many points at home, and I think Justin Fields has got something to prove. Take the Bears and the points there. I also like Rams money line. If you want to get the early game out of the way, I think the Rams, as an underdog for the value, they'll win that game outright. And I also like I like the Vikings, but I'm not going to put it on my card. The other one I'm going to put on is oh wait, or is that the one? That was the one. I want the Vikings money line on my card, too. Two underdogs and Bears plus seven, I think, is smart. And if you want a favorite mm-hmm. to swallow the points, I think Miami easily covers the three and a half over the Patriots. So that's that's my three. One to cover the spread. Two, one to take the points. Two outright underdog wins. And then also, if you're swallowing points, give me the Dolphins to win by way more than three and a half. I like it. So we got to keep track of that somehow. We do. So... And it doesn't have to be a set number every week. So, like, I picked four games. Yeah. So, just next week, I'll have to say I went three and one or whatever. So, it's just a matter of what I like that week. If I don't like anything, I won't bet anything. I like it. I All think right. that'll work. So, there and we good. Last segment. I'm surprising you with this one. If We obviously play in a lot of fantasy football leagues. Now, if you had to pick one player that is a must start for this weekend... Who would that player be? Wow, one player at any position. At any position? At any position. It can also be a defense. Wow. That is on the spot. I know. I... Good morning, Ginger. (laughs) Um, I will take... Oh, Oh, man. Give me Christian McCaffrey. See, that's what I was thinking. Oh, really? Dang it. I was thinking Christian McCaffrey, and honestly... Baker might not be the worst person to start this week against the Browns. I don't know how many people drafted Baker Mayfield in their fantasy leagues. But if but. he's your backup, start him for this or pick him up just for this first game because I think he's going to put up a lot of points. Another one is um, I think uh, Mike Williams for the Chargers is going to have a big day mm. at the receiver position. So, yeah, there we go. Wow, that threw me for a loop. But, yeah, I would say Christian McCaffrey is um, going to get a lot of points for the Panthers. Jeez. <laughs> I am tired. It's almost time for work. So, all right. That's NFL week one. We'll be back next week with a recap of week one. Look ahead to week two. See where our picks and all still stand. And we'll have more fantasy numbers, more betting numbers for you. It's going to be an exciting season. We have NFL Sunday ticket now. We're going to be able to watch every single game. It's going to be exciting. So, Thank you all for joining us, and we will see you, or you will hear from us, next week.